Welcome back to another episode of the Penetrating Podcast. I'm your host, Ash. episode 99 of the Deep Penetrating Podcast. It's so interesting. I remember when I was at 70-something and I told myself for the next, you know, 30-whatever, I'm just going to completely let myself explore the voice to its, like, fullest or deepest or open, you know, potential of existence. And I remember doing some weird stuff at, like, Glee Park and stuff like that, where I would like just be sitting there and moaning and making noises and really just unraveling the person I was supposed to be. Um, and it's beautiful, it's beautiful to be Once you do that, then you realize you're just going to do it forever, all the time, as much as you possibly can. It never stops, it just continues to grow and go into this place of like. Um, delightful existence that is no judgment uh, filled and just like it's completely you know um, open for exploration and discovery and delight and joy and prosperous and everything can be beautiful and it's interesting because you know life can be up and down which is you know um, in most cases it is up and down but what I've learnt or what I've come to some kind of a, you know, um, theory or hypothetical that, you know, if it's possible for it to be the case, is it possible for, even though life is sometimes positive and negative or up and down and good and bad and has its moments, uh, you know, whatever, it is has its moments, but it's all just one moment one moment with nothing happening that being said um, is it possible for life to be upside the whole way through meaning just a beautiful prosperous delightful life that you carve out um, that you are in control of uh, how you want to you know you're the you're the you're the um, artist painting this canvas um, and you want to paint it however you want to paint it, carve out your path, all that stuff. But the wind takes you where it's supposed to be taking you, life happens and it takes you in all these places as well. So with that balance and that relationship between the two, then it then it becomes just this beautiful like journey essentially. And it's an inward journey, which is the most interesting part out of all of it. Like really it's just you're moving in and you're discovering more about yourself as you continue to unravel, you know? But I think what happens is um, people get caught up and they get so stuck in this, um, 
bad framework, mindset, whatever, that they don't really know and they're not really aware of at such a young age or whatever age. It's not even about that. But it's not to say that um, no one can kind of get to that place. It's more a matter of are you willing to kind of sink in and let yourself drop into a beautiful world that is out there or in there, which is just basically inside you. Um, and what I've learned and what I've noticed is that it's a, it's a place of like, you, you when you let go and you tell yourself, I'm just going to completely let this thing rip, then you decide, then you realize and you decide that, oh wait, it's actually, it's not a moment where, you know, you decide to try it on and oh, okay, and then whatever. It's actually the unraveling like forever and ever and ever and ever and you're just kind of plucked into it and you're like oh I can literally choose whatever life I want interesting and then it comes down to well then what am I supposed to choose and I'll go into the theory in a moment of the tree theory or what what do you call it the um yeah the tree falls in a in a um forest or if uh, you know you buy a Bentley, which is another thing I thought of, thought of as well. But um, a crazy thing I've realised is that before I get into that, actually, is that it is the unraveling. Then you can decide. Oh wait, I can choose whatever the fuck life I want. I can literally just decide to do this and do that and do this and do that. But what's beautiful about that is like once you realise you have this like amazing choice. Because my biggest fear and my deepest kind of um. Uh, I wouldn't say insecurity, but my, you know, downfall or whatever is the fact that I had trust issues because my experience was never my own growing up as a child um, because of my older brother who would essentially drag my experience, my sensory, you know, um, delight, if you want to call it or whatever you want to call it. Um, into his own, which would which would always make me fear, fear, feel fearful of essentially people taking advantage of me for the sake that they want to drag me away from my own personal experience, which is what my brother did a lot. Um, he basically, you know, took moments that were deemed as fun or anything that I just generally just wanted to do on my own, um, and not not to say that it was coming from a bad place on his end. To some extent, I'm not sure. He could have not wanted to be left alone and things like that. But the main area um, was obviously would have been like his insecurity and his sense of um, you know not feeling uh, you know wanting to be left. Uh, you know, just the just the, the the state of fear and you know not wanting to be um, abandoned and stuff, uh, which might have happened when he was little. But that being said, that came into my, that crashed into my path and my journey essentially because he then started to drag me into every little moment, you know, more and more, more and more ever since I was a little kid into try this, try that, do this, do that, let's go here, let's go there, let's go this, and it was all this like, you know, being dragged into this place of like not wanting to be there and then not being able to go as well. Something as small as like, uh, if he wants to take a nap, um, I have to take a nap right or if he's trying a food I have to try the food or if he's wanting to watch this movie or do this and everything was like do this with me do this with me you know come I want to drag you into this like pit essentially which was his sense of or his 
state, um, I should say, of emptiness. Um, and that, that pit of emptiness that he had within himself, which whatever encounter he had with, you know, um, our parents uh, or whatever, led to the fact that he wanted me there as well, um, not to be left alone and such. But that being said, um, it completely scarred, you know, me and my experience with a lot of things, especially particularly around things that were fun. Because as uh, he wanted to fill that void, he then dragged things into me having to get that void filled as well. With, with something as little as, you know, let's do this together as a little kid, let's go here, let's go there, like, you know, do some weird stuff, whatever. Oh, just so many things, man. Like, oh, like forcing me to go swim to the bottom of the deep end of a pool and like, you know, hold my breath and stuff. I just didn't want to do that making me smell like his socks and things like that, which I just, you know, it could have been deemed funny at the time, but, um, you know, again, it's just another sensory, you know, um, experience that I dealt with. Um, or things like, uh, uh, you know, trying this food or just telling me to like eat food, like, you know, junk food at nighttime, uh, because he would probably do that and wanted, wanted me to do that as well. And just, you know, just a hurrah of things, just a fucking chasm of just shit, right? A actual, like, jet detrimental, um, you know, fucking journey that I'd have to go through to then, you know, later on in life, like with more things coming up within the clubbing side of life and partying and whatever, things like that, um, would be horrible because it, was, it would be like, try that, you know, first time trying, uh, you know, uh, smoking, um, weed and things like that. Always like, you know, dragging me and like not letting me have my own experience, not letting me have my own experience, you know, like going out clubbing and like trying drugs and things like that, just not letting me have my own experience. And then just like to the utmost extreme, horrible, you know, place that that would have been in just my encounter with that whole world. And man, oh man, did it get horrible. Man, oh man, oh, we're horrible. Um, um, which just really just built this deep, you know, sense of lack of trust in, you know, everyone, everyone around me, like people I would work with or like just any, any people I would encounter, people that were like close to me, my friends. And my deepest, you know, um, you know, fear that would come about from my experience was obviously from this place of, you know, or this, you know, lack of trust I had in people. And the lack of trust was coming from the person that was closest to me, from the person that was next to me in my whole life, which was fucked because that made me like resent, you know, not resent, but just shy away from everyone and everything and like not enjoy life at all, like not, ex not enjoy any experience. Um, it was horrible, you know, and then it would come down to other experiences. Like I would start, I would want to start doing like which is just completely not to do with anything, but like, you know, like uh, buying like, you know, the helicopter ride and like, man, um, you know, the helicopter ride and, uh, you know, just all these things like experiences, buying like the holiday for uh, me and my girlfriend uh, at the time to go to the Blue Mountains and just all this shit, like it's great, and I know I'm sounding like a horrible person, but 
it really stems from this place of just not allowing me to um, have my own experience in any sense, in any sense. And what's interesting, what's crazy, the place I'm at now, the place I'm realizing, holy shit, uh, you know, once I realized like, oh my God, I do have my own experience. Fucking life became mad. Like I'm talking like mad. Like there's nothing to be scared of. Like I can, Jesus, that was close. Like I can like eat with people and like that's fine. And like I can fucking, go out and have fun, but I also want to, like, work and build and, you know, uh, you know, be, uh, have a flourished life and existence and grow and, you know, just have, like, meaningful, like, connections and have fun and just do all this shit, and now I'm at a place where I'm like, wow, like, there's so much missed opportunity and so many things I haven't really done and, like, my own shit that I haven't really experienced for myself, which is fucking unbelievable because, you know, I'm, uh... Like, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, all these things, I've realized, fuck, life is mad. Life is so mad. Like, I was just, like, it started so young with, like, the littlest things, and it's like, I just don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to, like, be in this fucking empty fucking pit with you, man. Like, I want to just fucking, you know, do other shit. And I barely, I, I fucking survived the fucking apartment that in, in the city that we used to live in by the skin of my teeth because it was just so horrible and like oh my god like and I don't even I, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about horrible in the sense that yes of course it was this like death dungeon place that you know I saw like the worst of fucking society and myself and you know just fucking everything about that place is horrible but not only that but, like, just the fucking, like, general productivity side of, like, anything to do with, like, not having to just fucking eat and then, like, lie on the couch and do absolutely nothing and just waste your life was this whole other thing, right? And that was in a place where I was younger and I was trying to fucking do shit and, like, um, become successful and try to become successful in the, you know, career choice at the time, which was acting and stuff like that. And oh my god, man, did those two things not align. Me trying to do the acting and like just being in like a proper headspace while living in that hellhole was so horrible just for, for my general health and psyche and just everything really. Just fucking everything. It was so bad. It was so bad. I, I, I don't even know where to begin, like how bad it was. But. Oh man, like, and it's just so interesting because I still, I still to this day, uh, I obviously bring it up because I love having these sessions, these podcast sessions really help, they've helped me tremendously, and I do recommend a lot of people to try it and get into it and give it a try and just let, let it keep going, like, this is episode 99 and I'm still unraveling a lot of deep stuff within myself, but, you know, um, that being said, uh, you know, fuck, like... I still remember, like, right before moving into the city, I had this option or this choice to go to live with um, actors and, you know, people and, people and such of my general, like, you know, my peoples, like, 
boys and girls, like Australian, just like regular human beings who just like are fucking regular human beings, um, and go live with them in a house, uh, share house in Surrey Hills, sorry, in Hunters Hill, and just fucking live life, work, experience, hang out with friends, and do the acting thing, and they were actors as well. I mean, man, oh man. It's like, you don't want to bring up stuff, but you actually do. Because you want to just, like, get rid of shit. Similar to something else, which I'll bring up in a moment. But, fuck me, like, sideways. Like, just the, just the fact that that was, you know, a thing. And, um, just this runaway train of a human being that was my brother came into my life and just took me into this apartment and just showed me the absolute hell of all hells like it's fine to go do that it's fine everyone has a choice like he had a choice to like do this stuff and you know do that stuff I should say and just fucking live life horribly and yada 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 but man like uh, I for one just was fucking tied down to this absolute epitome of existence in that place like I generally feel like I was supposed to be or I am but uh, you know something that's supposed to be uh, flourishing generally um, into its highest self form whatever you want to call it that was like this just like just fucking claw or like a you know a chain you know and as soon as I fucking as soon as I left like, I can't even begin. Like, as soon as I left the house. And yes, it is my fault. But uh, I wasn't I wasn't aware. No one is aware. Even I'm sure my brother wasn't aware because he was obviously, you know, coming from a place of trying to protect me and uh, <laughs> protect me by showing me the absolute hell of society. Because I'm not, I'm not like him. I'm not that dude. I'm not that guy. I'm not into... Um, the hell that he was raising and just shit like that like I generally like to be successful I like to grow I like to learn I like to achieve and all that stuff Um, it's generally just like what I want to do and that environment was not the environment to be and I get it Um, it's always nice to just like flesh it out flesh it out as much as you can but if I didn't start fleshing things out if I didn't let truth unravel I would have definitely struggled with um, you know Yeah, with a lot of stuff. If I didn't um, figure out this trust thing, which all stemmed from that, it all stems from somewhere. It literally all still stems from somewhere. So, that being said, um, fuck. It is what it is. It was just like a blockage. It was a bit of a blockage in my life, you know, for a long time. Oh, and it is good to talk about it. Uh, actually, I, I, I kind of semi-take that back because I realize that as people talk about themselves, as they continue to live life and grow and stuff like that, when people ask about their stories and their you know origins or whatever, um, this is the stuff that you talk about. And when you've kind of uh, fleshed it out and you know uh, when you've kind of made that piece, you know, like fucking whatever, then you know, you're gonna be fine.
you are going to be mine. So that was a big moment. That was a huge moment. It all came from that. And I really need to just, you know... I think what it is, is more about if I came came at it from a place of the, the truth of the story. Meaning, like, if the story was not, um, uh, you know colored in any way, if it was black and white, or if it wasn't black and white, if there was no genre to the story, if it was just this, like, it happened, like, what had happened with no emotion tied to any of those events, then I would be okay. And now, like, fleshing it out, it's like, I've come to a realization that, oh, I guess it kind of is like that, you just let, you, you let it go, right? Well, not even let it go, you just, you can look back, like, people will ask, like, where were you born? Like, what happened at this point in your life? What happened from this year to this year? And what happened, like, you can answer those questions, but if you get asked those questions and you answer them and then you quiver and you shut off and you, you know, you regress and all that kind of stuff, well, there's a problem that you obviously need to resolve, right? Which I'm getting to a place where I realize, fuck, I need to open up with everything. I need to let it all out. My, dr- my, my fucking drug-addicted, um, opioid father which I was just never allowed to talk about which I feel like probably would have got some help uh, or not even help but like I don't know I thought I would be I would be I would be strong if I just never spoke about that kind of stuff my drug uh, opiate addicted father my my horrible abusive parental you know um, parents you know that had the worst relationship fighting and screaming and all this kind of stuff growing up as well, which was horrible, and, and, um, oh man, just so many things, so many things, um, yeah, so many things, like that, um, just growing up fucking shitty to, in the early days in terms of like, you know, growing up in Blacktown and, you know, having uh, no money at the start of our family, and then obviously, you know, um, uh, moving around a lot, and then living in the housing commission with my brother, um, which was just a horrible point in our lives as well, and then, you know, just growing up and dealing with more of my parents' shit, fighting all the time, just horrible, horrible, um, just, you know, abusive relationships, my earliest memory I had of my dad and my mom was when my dad was like dragging my mom out of the shower naked and kicking her out of the house while she was screaming at the top of her lungs. Um, I remember, you know, numerous encounters with my dad would like break the TV and throw fucking salad bowls and um, break my mom's phone and fucking, you know, one night she was holding a knife and he came home from being out and she thought she was cheating and he did cheat one night actually um, you know, uh, on a night where, you know, on the night that he, that we found out who he was shooting with, me and my mum and my brother, when we were little, we drove to the person, the lady's house, and, like, started throwing eggs at her, and, you know, at her house, I should say, sorry, that would be very, very crazy. Started throwing eggs at her house, because we just don't know what was going on, and we were so fucking just lost at that time. And then when another night when my dad was coming home and you know he actually um, he actually you know um, uh, how do you call it uh, 
came home and my mum thought he was cheating and things like that. He, she, um, she had a knife in her hand and he came home and he started like just raising his voice and abusing her and they had this massive fight and he was like holding her down on the couch and like kicking her like badly and like he kicked her so bad like his foot, like even his shin like kicked her, hit, the, hit, the, hit the couch and he was in pain and oh man, like it was just, oh man, this is some rough stuff but it has to come out, right? Yeah, he was like pinning her down on the couch and like beating her with his leg. And then, uh, you know, she's like, oh, I think you were with some woman. And then he dragged her down into the car with me as well. And, you know, we, um, we all went to some house and I started crying and, man. And then it was just horrible. And they just had this, that was it. Like, and they came home and just never really, you know, whatever. They just moved on and that, that was their dynamic. That was their relationship for a long time. And it was horrible. It was horrible. So, oh man, I just, um, I deal with that for a long time, you know? I had to deal with that for a long time. So, that was pretty bad, actually. So, that was their relationship, which, you know, uh, lasted... Um, as long as it did, but then obviously um, it was a bad dynamic until my dad obviously got cancer. He got cancer and that was when I was 21, so it was an interesting and critical moment of my upbringing where I didn't really realize what was really going on. I was still just figuring myself and you know my shit out, myself out and all that stuff. Um, and this was right at the end of school, during high school. And then, basically, um, that being said, I, uh, oh man, yeah, man, I generally feel guilty, like, a little bit, because this story just seems so, like, woe is me, but it's just what the fuck happened, you know, it's actually what happened in my life. And then, basically, after that, um, you know, he died, and that's when... I had that moment um, to go move out, uh, to go live with these friends of mine uh, from acting school and things like that, and I did I did the acting school thing. I was, it was during acting school, I believe. Yeah, which is interesting, because I never really remember speaking to people about it at drama school. It was mainly at work, I remember speaking to my friend Josh one day, we were just standing there at the desk, and then he says, um, you know, hey, hey, good morning, whatever. It was a good dude, I feel bad. I think I felt, uh, yeah, one day I just lost it at him because I don't know why. I think he was trying to like manage me. And yeah, it was bad. He was a good dude though, hope it's going well. But that being said, um, you know, I just came to work one day in the morning and I was like, um, uh, yeah, my dad just died yesterday. And he was like, oh, yeah, I didn't really need, I just was like the first person I told. Yeah, it's fucked up shit because I cried at work the day before. That's right. I cried at work the day before um, with, um, you know, my manager and all that just in the back. And it was just fucking horrible. Yeah, it's rough stuff. It's rough stuff. And then, basically, you know, that was it. Um, 
so that's basically what had happened and then my dad obviously died and that had that moment to kind of move out and then my brother was so fucked up like really probably took it worse than me I didn't even cry at the funeral um but I think because of that you know maybe he just thought it'd be better that we live together and just things like that and obviously that just became this whole other write off and then my brother had just all this fucked up shit happened you know and I'm obviously at a place now where I want to experience life and I want to do all these things, but, um, I'll, oh man, I was going to park there, but, that's, oh. So, you know, um, Um, yeah. And that was that moment which led me back to the beginning of what I was saying of, you know, him deciding to dictate my life and take me on this journey and whatever. And it was just a horrible experience. And I want to, now I'm at a place where I want to experience life and do all these things, but in my own experience, like my own version of life, you know, nothing to do with, you know, destruction. Um, just enjoyment, just experience is the main thing. Fucking experience. You know? I'm just not. Oh. Okay. Oh. Just turn in the car for a second, please. I think it's very important that I don't do it. Had some issues with the car lately. But yeah, um. Let me, and then I'll do the rest in a moment. Um, yeah, it's probably pretty hard to try and do triggers at once. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then it became my, you know, now it's like I'm at, my, at that place where I want to do my own experience and things like that. But, um, oh, still recording? Yeah. But that being said, um, you know, still wanting to build and having that growth mindset and all that kind of stuff. But took me to that place. I've experienced all that. And now I'm at a place where I'm like, oh shit. Um, I don't want to make a mistake to, you know, live life and go start doing all these things and rush into whatever without experiencing all the things I should be experiencing or wanting to be experiencing as well. So I've taken upon myself to really enjoy life to the fullest, do as much cool, fun shit while growing as well. Um, and it's you can't be perfect, but you can obviously strive for that at least to this place of unconditional love. Um, you know, it's a rabbit hole and it's a continuing unraveling inward so basically that's a bit of a summary um of shit that's been going on um yeah just in the last 30 episodes i feel like it's been very very helpful and there's more to always flesh out so i'm grateful for that and that's basically it so this has been episode 99 of the deep penetrating podcast i'm your host ash sankey 
And um, uh, thank you all for joining. And I will see you all in the next episode. Goodbye. Bye.